Welcome to Come Follow Me Mental Health Insights with Dr. David Morgan. Each week we'll review a concept from the Come Follow Me lesson and talk about applications to improve our mental and emotional health. Hi, welcome to episode 17 of season two. This week we are studying Matthew chapter 18 and Luke chapter 10. Uh, and as I was studying for this week, there are so many valuable lessons in these chapters, and I really don't have time to get to all the ones that I found. But I want you to remember that revelation is an individual process. So I encourage you to study these scriptures and find those things that resonate with you. Uh, it's wonderful to learn from others, and I love that you listen to the podcast. Um, but I invite you to use this podcast not as the end of your study, but as one of many potential starting points where you can see, receive your own personal inf- insights um, for your own optimal development. That's one of the things I love about the gift of the Holy Ghost is that it really is tailored to each of us. And the Holy Ghost will inspire you about what changes you need to make in your life, um, just as I was studying for day and I realized there were changes that I need to make in my life. So let's start by looking at Matthew chapter 18. And this is a scripture that didn't make sense to me for a long time, um, but I think it makes more sense now. Starting in verse 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than to having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if thy eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye, rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. And like I said, this didn't make a whole lot of sense. What's this business about plucking out your eyes or cutting off a hand or a foot? And I'm sure there are many interpretations for this. But for me, uh, this refers to behaviors or other parts of our lives or personalities that are inconsistent with our eternal progression. We come to this earth with liabilities, many of those given to us by God. And we're also subject to the conditions of the fall of Adam and Eve, Our natures are just kind of base and worldly at their core. And one of the main purposes of this life is to change our natures, to go from the natural and the carnal to the refined and the spiritual. And I think that maybe is what the Savior is referring to. What are those aspects of our lives that need to be cut off or plucked out in order to prepare us for life with him? Uh, As an example, what if someone has a chronic anger problem? I think these scriptures are saying that it's better for that person to either to cast out or cut off that anger problem than to keep it and compromise um, his or her spiritual progress. And I think this goes for any potential liability that we have. Um, And normally this isn't a problem, but I think what happens is sometimes we have what I refer to as our favorite sins. And these are things that we know that we should get rid of. These are things that we know are inconsistent with what we learn about from prophets and other church leaders. But for whatever reason, we don't want to get rid of them. Uh, We don't want to cut them off or cast them out. Um, Because uh, I I think maybe because they give us some sort of benefit or at least perceived benefit. Um, And so uh, as I was thinking about this, um, I thought of several things. Can you think of anything in your life? that does not particularly serve you. So I'm talking about maybe a character trait or, or some sort of behavior um, that really doesn't help you and that might keep you distant from heaven 
but that you are reluctant to give up because you get some sort of benefit or pleasure from it. Uh, and as I was thinking about this in my own life, I can think of several things that fit into that category. And the big question is, why do I continue to do them? And I think that's the question for everyone. Why do we continue to do things that we know are not necessarily beneficial, um, but, but we do them anyway? And I think what happens with me is as I learn to see the greater benefits in stopping those behaviors and replacing them with healthier, healthier and more productive alternatives, then I find myself on the path to change. Uh, and, and I think what the Savior is inviting us to do here is to make a serious inspection of our lives. If we find elements that are holding us back from, on the covenant path, then we should begin the process to remove those barriers. Um, now, having said that, we need to be smart about the process of change because we only have so much energy to go around. Remember that emotional energy is similar to physical energy. They both come in limited quantities and they both need to be replenished regularly. And so we need to be smart and intentional about how we allocate our emotional energy and we do the things that matter most. So as we're doing this kind of fearless inventory of our lives, um, and let's say you identify five things that you think need to change, well, you're not going to be able to change all those things today. So you'd have to say, okay, well, I'll work on number one today for the next six weeks, and then I'll move on to the next one because I only have so much energy to go around. Um, now, this reminds me, as I was studying this, it uh, brought me to Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 38. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she also had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. I love this story of Mary and Martha because it really humanizes them. Um, every once in a while we get these glimpses in scripture, um, how, how we kind of see the personalities of these individuals. Now, it's not that Martha was doing a bad thing. There is nothing wrong with cleaning up your house or tending to the needs of your guests, which is what she was doing. And Mary was just sitting there listening to the Savior. I think it was just truly a timing issue. Um, when Jesus arrived and started teaching, the better choice in that moment would have been to sit and listen attentively, and you can leave the dishes or the hors d'oeuvres for later. And I think this is what we were talking about earlier, or relates to what we were talking about earlier regarding emotional energy. Marcia chose to, or Martha chose to spend her time taking care of kind of these telestial issues, and Mary chose to spend her time attending to the celestial issues. Now, in that moment, um, and I can't really stress this enough, Mary made the better choice. Now, in a different moment and different circumstance, I think Martha's choice may have been the better one. Um, so it really comes down to kind of analyzing the situation and thinking, what is going to be the best use of my emotional energy at this time? We need to be thoughtful and intentional about how we allocate our time and efforts. Now, very often it's easy to feel like life is just kind of dragging us along for the ride. Um, I have felt that many times in my life like we feel like we're not in control of our circumstance. And I know that there are situations where we don't have control. Um, I'm not naive and I've been in many of those situations as well. And those situations can lead to feelings of discouragement, but I believe there is always something we can do 
to be in charge and in control of certain portions of our lives. And we need to find those areas and do everything we can to take appropriate control. Doctrine and Covenants 58, 27 through 28 says, Verily I say, men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things of their own free will and bring to pass much righteousness. For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves. And inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. The power is always in us. We need to remember and recognize that. Satan tries to have us believe that we don't have power or that we can't change. He is completely wrong and he knows that he's wrong. The better we understand that we are able to change and that this simply relies on our choice to begin that process, the more quickly we can make progress towards greater mental and emotional health. Be intentional about your daily choices. Look for areas in your life where you can make changes to better stay on the covenant path um, and then make the required effort and sacrifice, which will yield uh, great benefits in the end. Now, I always end my podcasts with an invitation to act. And uh, as you listen to these weekly invitations, um, just pick the ones that you think are going to be best for you. Uh, Maybe some will resonate with you, and I would invite you to uh, take a closer look at those and see if that uh, if those will help you. So this week's invitation is to think about a personal challenge or character flaw that keeps you from becoming more like the Savior. And then trying to be as honest as possible, I want you to write down why you want to continue to behave that way. Not why you want to stop it, but why you want to continue to do that negative thing. And then write down why changing or eliminating that flaw would help you progress. I do have free worksheets that you can download to help you remember and implement this week's and former week's invitations Uh, to find out how to get these. Just sign up for my email newsletter and you can find that link in the show notes. Also, I invite you to subscribe and to share this podcast um, with those that you feel it would be helpful. I also have a new mental health consultation program where you can view webinars, get insights and use tools to make progress towards greater mental health. It's called the Keep Moving Forward program. And you can click on the link in the show notes for more information. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Dr. David Morgan reminding you that change is possible, but change requires action and to always keep moving forward. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more, please visit Dr. Morgan's website at www.drdavidtmorgan.com.